Today is Thursday, December 22nd, 2022, although this is going to be released on Christmas Eve 2022, and this is not like a regular podcast. There is no episode number. Uh, it is just a Merry Christmas episode. Um, Anne, why don't you take over at this point? Well, Super Nerd and I discussed it, and we just wanted to um, do a special mini podcast just to put forth our gratitude to everybody. Um for yet another year. And thank you so very, very much for your profound munificence, um, especially towards me. Um, it's, it's tough for me because I, <laughs> it's tough for me because you all are so munificent. But the reason why it's tough is because every time I, I'm, I'm so loath to mention money and I feel like I don't say thank you as much as I should and I've, I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast and on, and on the blog, because every time I mention money, people take that as, oh, she's asking for money. I don't, I don't donate enough. I don't do enough. And that's, that's not the reason why. You have to be very, very careful when you, when you have this paradigm of um, donations and having a donation button and all that. And I'm, I'm very sensitive about, about this. I don't want to say thank you and have it come off as I'm, I'm, you know, implying that people should be more munificent than they already are. I already can't believe, and I'm how many years into this? When did I put the, the PayPal button up on my blog for the very first time? I think it was the end of two, uh, 2013, like November of 2013. So coming up on a decade, and just this extreme, profound, unbelievable munificence and generosity that you all, that the readership, the listenership have. And I can't believe it. And I, I never, ever, ever, ever want to do anything to take advantage of that. I am so eternally and incredibly grateful to one and all. And I, I simply cannot let Christmas pass without saying explicitly and I, I know I, I don't say it out loud in, in vocalized words enough, but thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't ever forget the holy sacrifice of the Mass is offered for you, your intentions, the salvation of your soul every single day. That, that's the best I can do right now and i think that's that's the best that can be done period but <laughs> the, the holy sacrifice of the mass isn't too bad i wish i could do more i wish i could take i wish i could take the donate button down um but as the paradigm continues to stand for now um most of my income comes from the donation button. Yes, I also sell my cattle marketing DVDs and God bless all the people over the past year who have bought a cattle marketing DVD, absolutely. But the do the donation button is still some, it, it has to be characterized as basically what I live off of here in the proverbial, not literal, but proverbial van down by the river. And yes, I'm getting to getting ready to move from the proverbial va van down by this river to another proverbial van down by the river. And um, the donations that have come in, I'm saving like crazy and getting ready to make this move. And as you all know, moving always costs more than you think it's going to cost, but, but that's okay. It has to be done and it needs to be done and I'm going to do it. And I am just eternally, eternally grateful to one and all. I, I fully understand is it is the cornerstone of my monetary theory that money is a proxy for your life, for your labor, your time, whether that was over in the immediate past or whether it's it's from your life decades ago, or even if it's from inherited wealth from your parents, your grandparents, whoever's life, decades and maybe even centuries ago, somebody worked and that work became translated into money. And 
for whatever unbelievable reason, um, you all see fit just because I opine on the internet and um, opine on this podcast. You all out of the just the goodness and 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 kindness and munificence of your heart see fit to give me money for the fact that I merely opine and what what astounds me about all of this and has always astounded me is I always just feel like that I'm stating the obvious, you know, the sky is blue, one plus one equals two, dot, dot, dot. But as it is said, stating the obvious in, in times like these becomes some sort of an absolutely hyper, uh, hyper masculine act that, that um, people are attracted to. And so you all see fit to give me these these little chunks of your life in the form of money, in the form of U.S. dollars. And it's it's still mind blowing to me. It's absolutely mind blowing. And all I can do in gratitude is have the holy sacrifice of the mass offered for you, for your intentions and for the salvation of your soul every single day. And I have basically and have had for almost a decade now, one of the best lives of anybody on this planet. I, I look at the news and I look at poor pathetic people like the Kardashians and these billionaires and this and that and the other, and I just shake my head because their lives are, are, are so pathetic and lacking and empty, and, and I, I feel sorry for them. And the reason that I feel sorry them, for them is because they do not have our Lord and his holy church, and they don't have what I have from you, which is this, this ability born completely from charity and munificence that, that you all give me to have just an absolutely fantastic life. And yeah, I no longer own anything. I rent, I don't have a car, I walk everywhere, et cetera, et cetera. You but, have taken the vow of poverty and in doing so you have discovered that being free of things, you are also more free. Indeed, but not in the Klaus Schwab World Economic Fund, you will be you will be poor or you will own nothing and be happy. It's um it's it's the true sense of that. It's the true sense of the word. Um, it's, um, I, I, I still marvel every single day and, and wake up and think, you got to be kidding me. I, I get to do this. I get to do this. I'm 46 years old and I get to do this. And I've been able to do this for the last almost 10 years now. And this is, this is just amazing. I'm able to fight full time for Holy Mother Church, for the papacy, et cetera, et cetera. This, this is what I get to do. And I am fully, fully provided for and fully supported in all this. And it's absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, I never, I rarely have more than four figures um, in terms of, in terms of net, net worth, net wealth, cash in hand, whatever you want to call it. And that's, I would never want to go back to it being any other way. It's just, I can't, there's a, what do, what do the rappers say? More money, more problems, except they say mo money, mo problems. Mo, mo money, mo problems. I mean, it's, it's, such, it's such a blessing and it's such a relief to just live simply and hand to mouth and it's all enabled, it's all enabled by you. And I cannot tell you how grateful I am for it and for the, not just for the past year, but for the past decade now in which I've been not um, working full time as a commodity broker or, or anything like that. So um, again, I, I can't thank you all enough. I have the best life in the world. And Super Nerd and I, we're going to keep doing this for as long as we can. <laughs> we might keep doing it right until our Lord returns in glory. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be a fun podcast for us to record? The one where, <laughs> well, it looks like uh, our Lord is in the sky. <laughs> I think that one would have to be our first live stream. Uh, first live stream, absolutely. <laughs> so the plan right now is for us to keep going like this. And um, we have the technology. And so we're going to keep going for you as much as we can. And um, maybe someday we'll see what the Lord has in store for me, for Super Nerd. 
But right now, it's full steam ahead. And Merry Christmas to one and all. I hope you have a wonderful, blessed Christmas tide. And we will see you after Christmas, after the new year. When, when you mentioned earlier, you know, come up with a list of things to be grateful for. Uh, I, I was thinking like whole life and it's like, okay, I'm grateful that I have the Catholic faith and I'm grateful that I have yes. parents and, and, and a family who brought me up in the traditional uh, expression of the faith. I, I'm, I'm very thankful that I've had the grace to avoid evil. And God knows I've had so many opportunities between Navy and college and just life uh, as a single person. Uh, I, I, am, I, I look back on a lot of ca- the cases in my life and am and, and glad that I was oblivious to the opportunity to sin. I yeah. see it in retrospect. And it's like, oh my goodness, I am so glad I did not see that stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it, that, that can only be the grace of God. And not that I merited it myself. Probably it was my mom's prayers and other, other folks' prayers. And, and that's another thing to be thankful for. Is, and I have, have it here in my, in my notes. Catholic friends. Uh, obviously, uh, family and friends are, are, are family is, is important. They'll, they'll, they're always there for you and they pray for you. But Catholic friends, I mean, that that's, I think that's the one of the biggest reasons I didn't go off into left field. Um, yeah. At, at some point in college and, and um, time after that, I was always, always had that grounding of, of, you know, Hey, we're hanging out on Friday night with, or, you know, going, going to first Friday mass and then a group of us going out to eat or, or doing something after mass on Sunday and always having yeah. that social circle. You've, you've got to surround yourself with Catholic friends. It's so important to keep yourself grounded in that respect. And I'm so grateful to have had the opportunity to cross paths with them and, and stay in touch with them. And, and of course, uh, meeting my wife, finding her, and of course, thankful, thankful to the of the ones who told me no, I'm, I'm not going to date you. <laughs> that was yeah. that was correct at that point in time too. Um, it kind of isn't that a Garth Brooks song? Sometimes I thank God for unanswered prayers. Oh, yep, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think I've heard that before, and probably I think you nailed it pitch perfect as well. I'm not a country fan, yeah, but <laughs> exactly. Sorry, I, Garth. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it was Garth Brooks, but I'm not a. I'm not a. I'm not a country fan. I don't think it is. I, I I think of him. It's friends in low places, which I'm glad I don't have a lot of those. That's that's something I'm, I'm grateful for. But I don't. Ah, really, that's the point. That's the point. Yeah. Well, I, did, I didn't. I didn't want to phrase it negatively because then that makes me sound like a Pharisee and you know, I, being being a trad. I've been accused of that enough, so I, I don't want to say that. Um, but also um, thankful for, like I, I mentioned, meeting my wife. Thankful for my my children, getting the chance to see them. Thankful for all the other helps along the ways, like the sister servants of Mary. We mentioned them on the last podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were a massive help four years ago uh, when Tiny Princess was with, was with us. And of course, like you mentioned, thank you also to all the donors to the podcast. Um, I don't make my living based on the, the donations of the podcast, obviously, but it does uh, allow me to buy uh, tools for the podcast. For example, the microphone I'm talking into, the arm that the mm-hmm. microphone is attached to, the mm-hmm. USB interface that that's attached to, and the computer. Actually, yeah, the computer that I'm, I'm using right now, the MacBook Pro, that was purchased with with uh, funds from the uh, for, from from Super Nerd Media, and nice. um, the the other Windows machine that that is that started dying on me in the last week. I use that for uh, file storage and a lot of uh, media related stuff as well. There's a replacement for that. It'll be showing up after the first of the year. That's that's some of the things I, I spend the super nerd money on. Also, your microphone. Uh, the microphones mm-hmm. are Dr. Beep and uh, Nurse Claire and uh, Vanessa. And let's see, Mark. I sent him one of mine. I sent stuff, some stuff to... So the, the money that, that goes into uh, super nerd media, obviously it's, it's, it's used to buy a lot of the tools for what you're hearing on this podcast. Uh, and the it, MacBook Pro that I'm on right now was donated by a listener too. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Sir. No, I'm not going to say his full name. Yep. Um, yeah. He was, he <laughs> <Don't>. was <laughs> no, that, that's sufficient. He, he already knows where I'm going with that. Um, yeah. So, um, what was I going to say? Now? Oh, yeah. In, in addition to all, all the the equipment, tools, and, and toys, in some cases, that, that make the podcast go, also the web hosting, um, mm-hmm. yours, Mark's, Dr. Mazza's, and others. I'm just going to leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, other projects where I'm, I'm supporting um, through my, my skills and, and ability, some some Catholic bloggers. Um, I don't support, I, I don't actively um, do anything with Father Z's website, but I'm, I'm in contact with his group as, as well. So there, there's What's some- What's that called? The Catholic Signal Corps or whatever? You're, you're in the Catholic Signal Corps, aren't you? Am I? I think so. No. I think that's what his, uh, his, tech, his tech circle is called, isn't it? Um, I, I thought it was tech with a Z. I don't, I don't, I don't uh, remember what, they, what yeah. it's called. 
but yes, they've they've got a solid group of people who who uh, help out, and, and um, it, it's it's no no small chore to keep his website going. And I'm, I'm glad that's not my job, but yeah. uh, he's got goodness. He he goes back over almost twenty years at this point. Yeah, because yep. I remember, I remember back in two thousand five being aware of his website at least. Wow, it's been a yep. while. It has. So. Yep. And We're that's old. a and that's a WordPress website, so you know that is a ginormous pile of database stuff that has to be maintained. The yeah. fact the fact that it gets uh, sub second response times is, is kind of impressive. So, yep. But I don't help with that. I help with the, some of the other websites like yours. And it's sta- yep. and your your website has you know knock on wood or no um, thank God knock on wood is superstitious. So don't do that. Indeed, what um, would Father Ripperger say? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, thank thank God and, and um, Saint Gabriel or the Archangel Gabriel and uh, mm-hmm. whoever the other appropriate uh, patrons of technology would be. Gabriel would be the communications. And, and you mentioned earlier we're going to keep doing this for for a while. And I, and I was kind of joking or laughing to myself, saying, "Yeah, as long as we have internet, that that'll exactly. work." But and, and that's yeah. that's where Archangel Gabriel comes in. And of course, we have to have a, a power grid that's up and working. And um, for the most part, that works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's got its challenges, but uh, it 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 seems pretty stable at the moment. But uh, we'll we'll see what we'll see what goes there. But yeah, def- definitely. Thank you to all of the donors. I've, obviously, my my needs in this regard are much less than Anne's, but it definitely is able for me to keep uh, all of the technological stuff up and going and and um, uh, fresh with all the tools I need and the ability to share with folks. Uh, there, there was a uh, an episode where you interviewed somebody and they didn't even have a headset. So it's like, okay, give me your address and just I'll mail mail something to you real quick. Exactly. And and, yeah. and, and so just take, taking care of things like that. It's that's that's part of what the donations are for as well. Yep. Uh, and I do want to uh, recognize a couple of donors real quick since the last podcast. Even though this isn't a full blown, um, it's not even and it doesn't even have an episode number. But I do want to recognize some some donors here since the last podcast via the mailbox: Ronald, Pamela, Stephen, Matthew, and Susan via Amazon. Ryan, no, yeah, Ryan is is a, is a make good. He and I, he sent the donation before, and I forgot to include him on the last podcast. Uh, he sends the note, thank you, uh, prayers for for our fruitful Advent season, and thank you very much for that. And a big di- thank you to David who sent five donations in a row. So that wow. that works. Um, I guess that's what he wanted to do. And yes. also uh, unique to this time of the year, uh, Christmas cards. I want to say thank you to Catherine and Susan who in with with her Christmas card sent also a holy card and on the back of it has a, a scripture um, quotation that's, uh, that is interesting from Luke chapter two. Um, and, and while they were there, I assume that's Joseph and Mary. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born and she gave birth to a child, a son. She wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the end. And Anne, I think that is a near perfect segue into something you wanted to do. Absolutely. Um, it's become a, an annual or almost annual tradition for me to post the um, essay, essay that I wrote um, launching from the Charlie Brown Christmas scene wherein Linus recites the gospel of, um, of the nativity. And it's, it's mistranslated. There's that huge, that huge mistranslation in it. And so, <laughs> and the, the mistranslation is, of course, um, Linus says, uh, peace on earth, goodwill, goodwill toward men. And that is wrong. It, what it actually says, and we should all know this from Mass on Sundays, is it says, peace on earth to men of goodwill. Bone voluntatis, to men of goodwill, which is a huge precision. It goes from, you know, it narrows it down to the peace of God, the peace of Christ belongs to men of goodwill. And that's a, that's a massive, massive precision. And um, so I've always, I've always thought in my mind, wouldn't it be cool, wouldn't it be fun if you could if that could be re-recorded. Now, obviously, the that was, Charlie Brown Christmas is from 1965. So, um, I'm while I'm sure the person who is the voice of Linus might still be alive, um, he is a he's an old man by now. He's probably in his he in fact he certainly is in his 60s. But wouldn't it be fun if we could re-record it? So. Super Nerd Productions presents the uh, dramatic reenactment of the Charlie Brown Christmas scene, wherein Super Nerd plays the part of Charlie Brown and Anne plays the part of Linus. 
And the reason why this is such a great segue from the, the scriptural quotation that I mentioned on the holy card is it is the exact two uh, verses that precede what we're about to say here. It precedes it, exactly. Yep. Okay, you ready? Um, Good grief. I guess you were right, Linus. I shouldn't have picked this little tree. Everything I do turns into a disaster. I guess I don't really know what Christmas is all about. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Lights, please. And there were in the same country shepherds watching and keeping the night watches over their flock. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood by them, and the brightness of God shone round about them, and they feared with a great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy that shall be to all the people. For this day is born to you a Savior, who is Christ the Lord, in the city of David. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the infant wrapped in swaddling clothes and laid in a manger and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly army praising god and saying glory to god in the highest and on earth peace to men of goodwill that's what christmas is all about charlie brown and that is a reason to be thankful and grateful not just for ann's awesome rendition of that but what the the content of what's being said there? A, a savior has been has been born to us, or as you're listening to this, maybe in a few hours, chronologically as the as the ecclesiastical year goes. And with without that, we can't be saved. So that that's in, in terms of all the other things we could possibly say, whether it's uh, education or or money or anything else, or even friends, the opportunity for salvation is the greatest gift. And that is definitely something worth being grateful, worth uh, worthy of gratitude is the right way to say it. Gratitude, worship, everything. And maybe perhaps the best verse right now, the most edifying for us in the whole thing is, and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly army. Um, I'm obviously using the Douay Reims and in English, heavenly host. Host is an antiquated word that a lot of people don't, process in modern English today, but what it means is army. And that's why it's translated thus in the Douay Reims. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly army praising God. And we're not alone. It's This isn't a numbers game because the number... The heavenly, the heavenly army is numbered at minimum in the in the quintillions. It seems to me the number of angels in in God's creation are are staggering, and we have all of them. We have all of the saints. Everybody who is in the beatific vision knows what the truth is. You don't ever let Satan and the 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 horrible people who have who have allied themselves with Satan on this planet in in and even in the even in the quote unquote institutional church never ever let them trick you into thinking that you're alone that you're isolated that no one else thinks the way you think because really whoever is aligned with the truth has the heavenly army numbered in the quintillions, if not more, in terms of the angelic host and all of the saints, all of the saints, including Saint Tiny Princess, every single human being who is in the beatific vision. And it could also be said every single person who is in purgatory. They haven't entered the beatific vision yet. Maybe they don't they don't have the fullness of information but they're obviously on they're on the right side and they will be in the beatific vision eventually we're not alone don't ever ever think for a second that we're alone because we're not we are so completely and utterly surrounded by the heavenly army as the Douay Reem says that um we're going to be we're going to be shocked and and brought to our proverbial knees when we realize whether it's at our particular judgment or whether it's later than that when we realize how we were surrounded by the heavenly host by the heavenly army all the time and including each of our individual guardian angels don't forget your guardian angel too you beat me to it i was going to say talking about yep. those amazing 
uh, members of the army of God, uh, the, the the nature of an angel is, is such that if if not stopped by God, one angel could destroy all of material creation as we understand yes. it. Yes. And, <laughs> yes. And, Including your guardian angels. So. <laughs> and one of those magnificent beings is assigned uniquely to you. Yeah. Anybody listening, everybody listening to this, you have an angel assigned to you. That is mm-hmm. their assignment from God. You have no idea how powerful they are and how much they want to help you. The imperfect analogy I think of, and it's, you know, it's one of the graces of, of, of being a parent is having that frustration of realizing how much you want to help or, or give good things to your children. If only they will earn it, if only they will ask for it and realizing that's me, <laughs> that's me, that's me with, you know, God is way more frustrated with me in that respect. Uh, my guardian angel is, it has is definitely way more frustrated and and if only i will turn and ask for their help they'll give it to me mm-hmm. have, have have a we talk a lot of times about you know have, have a real relationship with christ have a real relationship with your, your guardian angel as well mm-hmm. they are with you from the moment of conception until your natural death and they will be there at your judgment and and, and hopefully they will be proud of you at that point Indeed, indeed. And they don't get reassigned or recycled. Um, Your guardian angel is only for you. It's not like, you know, they had somebody in the 17th century, and then that person died, and then they got reassigned to you. No, they they're, they're just for you, which is makes it all the more awesome. And I suppose that this is one of the things that for me personally, I'm, I have gratitude for the, um, the the corollary corollary effects of the corona scam is that one of the things that i started doing when it became clear that every time i left the house it could be the last time because i could i could have been arrested um not wearing a mask etc etc that i started saying a litany um a litany of prayers to first my guardian angel and all of these this litany of saints that i pray to which now includes saint tiny princess too every single time I leave the house. I have a holy water stoop right by my front door, and every time I leave the house, without exception, even to take out the trash, um, I recite a litany of prayers, um, which includes, of course, you know, Our Lady, and depending on the day, I say Our Lady of Fatima, Our Lady of Copacabana, you know, the Immaculate Conception, whatever the title of the day is. But a lot of days I say Our Lady of Copacabana, who is the terror of the, as, as, um, super nerd <laughs> deliciously calls it the taco mama demon. And hey, I stole um, that name from somebody else online. Um, and I, I, okay? I, yeah, <laughs> it, I, I use that because I don't like using the actual demon's name. Yeah. You, you shouldn't say the actual demon's name. Yeah. 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 Whether, whether it's, it's that thing that was ra- praised in, in Rome or the vice president of the U S don't say demons names. So. Yeah. The, the vice president, the putative vice president of the United States, her first name is the name of a Hindu demon. So, yeah. Um, but every time I leave the house, holy water and a recitation of, of a litany to um, all these saints. But, you know, my guardian angel, St. Michael the Archangel, those are the two, those are the two angels that get called out every single day by me every time I leave the house, including to take out the trash. So yeah, it's, um, the, the heavenly army, the heavenly host, what a, what a consoling, consoling, consoling thought, um, secondary to obviously the incarnation of our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ. There's no hope. There's no hope without, without him. So, and his incarnation and his death, can you imagine a super nerd has analogized it to the people who were living, um, before our Lord's incarnation and, and, and pl- uh, there were people made it because after our Lord's death there, he went, he descended into hell. There was the harrowing of hell. Um, it's sometimes called the bosom of Abraham, the, the limbo of the fathers. It has multiple names. There were people before who made it. Um, but as super nerd once described it, it's like, 
it's like riding the twin towers down and surviving there was literally one dude who who that worked for he got stuck in a void and and survived he rode them down and survived but everyone else who was in those things died and that's that's kind of the odds you know and um you know, to amplify on that, the, the person in question was in the stairwell and stairwells are built into a reinforced code. They've got uh, positive ventilation to kick smoke and dust out when the, when they haven't collapsed. And so the, even, mm-hmm. even then, if you want, if, if you want to be saved, get in the bark of Peter. And even if you're in a state of, uh, shall we say non-couplable ignorance, get to the safest place possible, find, find that escape shaft or, or, uh, or stair, stair shaft in, in the building that was engineering wise, the safest place in that building. If for that kind of an event, if you had to be in the building. So even mm-hmm. in that scenario where yes, you can be saved um, prior to the arrival of Christ or even outside the Catholic church, it is technically pot. No, not technically. It's not outside the church. It's, not outside it, the church, it's, it's, no. it's a, it's a mystery known only to God, how that works. Um, how you could be a, some some of the theologians would say like like the the idea of the noble savage who who was who had a morally correct upbringing and and lived in a, in, in accordance with natural reason and natural, natural morality. Natural law, yeah. And so but they at, they at they were in a state point, that they would have accepted Christ and the Catholic faith if it had been presented to them. Had they known, but you know, for anybody listening to this podcast, oh oh, you know, you know exactly. It's like, it's like, not only do you, do you know that the buildings are going to come down, but there's, there's literally a ship waiting to take you off of lower Manhattan. All you have to do is go get in the ship. It's sitting there waiting for you. You don't have to ride the twin towers down. You don't have to, you don't have to play those odds. And we are not advocating under any circumstance that anybody do that because it's, um, Boy, give, given the amount of information, and that's another thing to be grateful for. Thank God for the amount of information that we have, that we have access to. It's basically everything. It's at this point, it's everything. Oh, technology's horrible. Technology's horrible. In many, in many regards, yes, it is. But where sin abounds, grace abounds all the more. And you have the sum of human knowledge available to you in your mother tongue um, on a baby television that you carry around in your pocket. So there's, and first among that is knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and his holy church. Um, It's kind of hard not to know at this point. So get get in the boat and <laughs> don't don't go don't go huddle in a staircase that's just silly don't say well i'm gonna i'm gonna play these odds i'm gonna huddle in a staircase and, and i'll i'll ride the odds no don't do that don't do that just go go get in the boat and don't get caught up, caught up on the fact that some of the ship's company are not morally good people that they, they really don't seem to believe in the mission of the ship and what's going on that's mm-hmm. always been the case. It will always be the case until the end of time. Yep. It's not the human beings that make the church. It is Jesus who makes the church. Yep. So many people are missing that, never really understood it, are being scandalized out. And you you just weep. You weep for such people. But again, it's, it's a failure of having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and... Um, and grateful. Another thing that we're grateful for, we're we're grateful for the Most Holy Rosary because that is not only is it um, the w- one of the greatest conduits of grace outside of the Mass and the Sacrament of Confession and all of the sacraments. It is. I think it would be fair to say that it is the greatest conduit of grace outside the seven sacraments of the church, but it's also been said that specifically in these days that because the situation is so is so incredibly bad in the in this time, which a lot of us think very very well could be the end times, that the rosary's been turbocharged. So every oh, time that's, you, that's been revealed that that, yeah. that the graces available to those who say the rosary has been magnified to the point that one of the marks of predestination for the souls at the end are, are going to be the devotion to the rosary and the scapular. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Lord knows it's getting more confusing 
uh, to figure out who's actually running things in Rome and which bishop in white is the right one. And one thing to be sure. Oh, if I you, think it's getting clearer personally. We understand your point. We understand your point. Yeah, Right. <laughs> For people at, at, at large, there, there are a lot of them just beginning to wake up to the fact that, you know, things don't quite seem right. This guy keeps mm-hmm. saying things at odds with the Catholic faith. Um, how can this be? Well, you can either spend all your time thinking about that and maybe even arriving at the right conclusion, or you could say, Jesus, Mary, show me the right way to go here. And, and I'm going to devote myself to you. I'm going to draw close to you because the closer you draw to Mary, by definition, you get closer to the three persons of the Holy Trinity. True. Yep. And And if, and if that's the roundabout way you get to figuring out which one is the vicar of Christ, that's not a way that's, that's, uh, that's, that's a highly recommended way to go because, you know, she's not going to lie to you. No. Jesus isn't going to say, well, I don't know, pick a shell and there's three shells here. You figure yeah. out which ones and, and this, if you pick this wrong. Isn't, this isn't two Pope Monty here that we're playing. This, yeah, it's not, a, it's not a trick. And the answer to not just that question, but every question in your entire life is is contained in a certain sense in the rosary because the rosary contains those 15 mysteries that are basically the answer to every single question ultimately the answer to every single question so i mean i can't tell you the rosary before i became catholic you know the 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 prime thinking time was driving on the interstate or in the shower, as is the case with most people. Um, you know, your brain just goes into cruise and you're thinking things through and you're, you're contemplating things. Well, <laughs> that's nothing compared to the rosary. And that doesn't mean that you're distracted. It's, it, I think it means that you're doing what you're supposed to do. You're taking your life today, right now, and you're reconciling it through the 15 mysteries of the rosary. And it just brings things into clarity. So yet another thing to be tremendously, t- tremendously grateful for this year and all the years of our life is that we have the rosary. Not just, not just the mass and the sacraments, but we also have the rosary and so if there comes a time when we don't have the mass and don't have the sacraments and people have already experienced that um, within the last three years for long periods of time it's probably coming back again it's probably going to get it's probably going to get dire again you always have the rosary you've got those 10 fingers and and you don't even need those actually you could be you could be an amputee and you can still pray the rosary in your head and um, so many answers and so much clarity and serenity and peace comes from from Our Lady's Psalter. Absolutely. There was something else I was going to say there, but I forgot because it was just so eloquent what you said. Um, oh, I remember now. It was it had to do with the, the idea. Some people say, well, it's so difficult to say the rosary. It's so difficult to say a verbal prayer and combine it with a mental prayer at the same time. Have you ever done a workout? Have you ever played golf? Have you ever played any kind of sport? There's, and, and, and I make the analogy in, um, to golf, although I don't play golf, uh, maybe a better analogy is to having, doing some kind of workout that you do regularly. Mm-hmm. There are days where you just have the worst workout of your life. You can, you can barely get anything done. You're just horribly motivated, but just doing the workout and keeping that, that, uh, habit is what is the most important thing you did that day with regard to your workout. And then other days will come where you're hitting personal bests and everything you do, or in the golf analogy, every shot's on the fairway, every, every mm-hmm. uh, second shot puts it within five feet of the hole or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. You're going to have those awesome days, but the days when you're not, the whole point is you've just, it's perseverance. And yeah, that's, that's the prayer life. In Which a nutshell believe it as or well. not is the fruit is the fruit of the fifth sorrowful mystery of the rosary so perseverance so, <laughs> it's just everything's there absolutely everything yes yeah, I, was, I was gonna say perseverance is it, it it's it that, that's what makes saints or, or not saints uh that it's it mm-hmm. ultimately that is what decides who becomes a saint do you want this or not and if you want it then then just do it and we, we included yeah. in the show notes once before the um not Elijah Wood. Um, did you, Tiger? No, the dude who converted. Michael Jordan? No, the dude who converted and, and um, he had that little short YouTube video, Just Do It. Um, oh, Shia, Shia yeah, that guy. Leboeuf, whatever yeah, that his guy. name is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, don't, don't think about it, just do it. And, and when it comes to the yep. spiritual life, yeah, just do it. And, and 
have have perseverance. And one of the things that struck me, I, I've mentioned many times on the podcast that I've, I've read a lot of books by uh, special forces operators and and SEALs and and those people, and the the attitude of these guys, especially going through SEAL training, more than I, I, I want to say at least half a dozen guys the, uh, who have written books about this, and which means that's probably almost two thirds of the SEALs I would imagine have this attitude where they say, I'm either leaving this, this training program as a graduate or in a body bag. They they literally say, I am, will not quit. And those are the ones who become SEALs, who become the warriors, who, who go on to do great things. These people who are athletic freaks who join the Navy and get into SEAL training, you know, champion triathletes who don't have the mental fortitude to mm-hmm. keep going when things get yep. difficult, who yep. don't have that attitude, I'm either leaving as a graduate or, or in a body bag, they're the ones who ring out two or three days in to the yep. astonishment of everybody else there. It's like, dude, you can do all this physical stuff way better than me and you're gone? Yeah. Why? Yep. Fortitude. Yep. Amen. What can I say? Just just stick with it, folks. It's I know it's hard and... I know things are awful and and going back to the financial aspect i know that the the inflation is terrible um i know that gas prices have, have backed off but still um boy that was that was terrifying when it seemed like the price of gas was gonna was gonna just keep going and and never stop and it might certainly things could happen and it'll spike again and, and things will get worse but i still it's it's amazing that that people are still munificent and still hanging in there and still thinking about others and and being so kind and so generous even with all of this stuff happening that's happened over you know not just the past year but the past three years especially um and all of the the fortitude that we see there um and there have been scandals and there's going to be more scandals and the the primary thing to remember is to make that as super nerd alluded to make that very very clear distinction in your mind between our lord and savior jesus christ who is who is personal god is is personal he's a triune personal god and the second person is our lord jesus christ and make that very clear differentiation between him and the institutional church and the clergy and the the college of bishops and everything that's going on you cannot conflate you cannot conflate our lord with the institutional church and you know it seems to me that if you if you have a strong faith and you're praying the rosary and you're a clear thinker that this this isn't it isn't terribly difficult i don't think um and in a certain sense like i i joked about a few minutes ago it seems to me that as as things progress forward, it almost gets easier and easier and easier to see that clear differentiation. Whereas I can, I can only imagine how badly people must have been scandalized, you know, a hundred years ago or three hundred years ago or seven, eight, nine hundred years ago, whenever it was, when things were were in the church were liturgically intact and and relatively intact and and some horrific priestly scandal or or episcopal scandal would happen how people would be thrown and wounded by that in a certain sense it's almost easier for us today because that clear contrast and delineation between our lord and the the clergy and the institutional church it's it's i think it's easier to see and it's easier to understand in a certain sense just as long as you keep grounded keep grounded in the sacraments keep grounded in the rosary hang in there it's this is going to resolve it's i don't know when it might not be in our lifetime but then it might be tomorrow it might be before this is published so um we we don't know nobody knows the day or the hour and but when it does resolve it is going to be absolutely spectacular so (laughs) if it's resolved before this is published what an amazing christmas gift that would be indeed (laughs) there's a lot of people crying out this christmas come lord jesus come lord jesus and um we've we've all kind of been been praying hell i've been praying every every christmas now for 
going on a decade, if, if this is the last one, you know, <laughs> let, let this be a good one if it's the last one. And um, isn't it strange, three years ago right now, we had no idea what was coming. And for, for a lot of people, for two years, there was no Christmas. So um, um, it's, we've all gotten a little foretaste. We've all, we've all been braced for what it's like to have, to have the church and the sacraments on earth go away. Um, so if this is the last one, let it be a good one. And if you do live to see the end times, the the actual end times with the Antichrist and, and the glorious return of Jesus, there's going to be a point where you have to make that determination of will. It's like, you can hurt me, you can you can take everything I have, mm-hmm. you can kill me, but you cannot take yep. the faith from me. That's right. They, they have no real power over you. The most they can do is torture and murder your body. That's the most they can do. And when... And when you can say that and literally mean it in just a shrugging tone, as I just did, now understand, I've been preparing for this for going on 15 years, seeing the ascendancy of Islam, um, going going on the war path against the satanic political system of Islam, as I did, said, well, there's a very good chance that I could be, that I could be raped, tortured, and murdered for this. And I'm like, yeah, okay, you have to come to grips with that. Um, and it's the same thing here. Um, it, there's a distinct possibility. A lot of people have already been have already been murdered um, by the by the death injections. Um, whether they realized it or not is another thing. And and what what a terror that is. What a what a fright that is to be murdered and not even realize it. To be murdered and not be able to die well and suffer well and and offer it up to just be oblivious to the fact that you were just murdered that's what that seems to me to be to be the fulfillment of a of a cultural curse in fact um well to me it's less of a less of a tragedy that somebody's murdered like that without any awareness of it than the fact that they die a sudden and unprovided death yeah and i think about i think about the 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 guy who just died um the, the football player who just died this last week he was part of a blasphemously named play whose 50th anniversary actually is today. And, yep. and, uh, he was supposed to be taking part at some football game on uh, Saturday where they were going to have some memorial of it. He was on the radio and TV doing interviews mm-hmm. the day before clearly had no yep. clue that he was about to be dead and face his creator yep. and his mother saying, why did you never speak up against that blasphemous name? Of that play yeah. for which you're known. Of that football play. Yep. Yep. So yeah, Goodness. it's that's that's the real tragedy, the fact that this hits suddenly. And to the mm-hmm. point that that's actually the hashtag suddenly. Um that mm-hmm. that's the real sure, yes, it's murder. It, it's there there's a lot of culpability to go around for Fauci and Gates and everybody else involved in it. But the real mm-hmm. tragedy there is people die without being ready. And you know, if you yeah. are somebody who for whatever reason mistakenly um, accidentally self-defense, whatever the reason is you, you accepted the jab into your life at the time, realize this is something that can happen. Be take, take it seriously, whether you got the jab mm-hmm. or not, take this seriously. You could be facing your creator and rendering a judgment or rendering an explanation t- about your life at any time. Mm-hmm. It could be that your power goes out as this massive cold front goes through and you die of hypothermia. Mm-hmm. At least at that point, you'd know it's coming for at least 30 minutes. But it could be suddenly on the freeway. It's slick. Mm -hmm. It's icy. Somebody crossed the lanes. You had maybe a half a second warning that something bad was about to happen. Yep. Always be ready. Yep. Always be ready. Confession weekly if you can. I mean, I'm pretty much much at weekly at this point. It, It doesn't get much beyond that. So... There's that movie Glenn Gary Glenn, Glenn Ross that, uh, that there's the Alec Baldwin scene where he's like ABC always be closing. He's talking about he's talking to salesmen, so always yeah. be, always be closing your sale, always be confessed, always be, be confessed. ready to to face your creator, always be confessed. Mm-hmm. Grace is for confessed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Coffee is for closers. Grace is for the confessed. <laughs> All right, Charlie Brown, should we wrap it up? Oh, good grief. Probably. 
<laughs> well done. <laughs> I would be massively remiss talking about the the gratitude if I didn't say thanks on thank you on behalf of Supermom as well because I, I mentioned all the things that I that the donor money is used for. It's also used for taking her out on well earned uh, dates and date indeed, nights. Indeed, indeed. So, uh, Supermommy and Super Family, your 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 uh, your tribe is getting that they're old enough that they are actually cooperators in all of this and. They, they help out when it's recording night. So God bless Super Mommy always, and God bless Super Family. I don't know how much they help on, on recording nights other than more or less being quiet, but, you know, well, that's, that's, that's a help. That's a help, you know. Well, that's what the mute button is for, and that's, that's what uh, the software applications like this one where I can go edit my audio separate from yours. So <laughs> before I sign off, I want to mention that the music we're going to be going out with is from the musical duo Do. Dux, D-U-X, and they gave us permission to use the the music on the podcast uh, as long as we give a link to the CD. So definitely, if you like what you hear, check out the show notes and go check out their CD and support them, please. And until next time, I am Super Nerd. And I'm Anne. Thanks, guys. Merry Christmas. Thank you.